everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci. And Scott Jans. Thanks again for listening. This is episode four, Can I Bring My Dog? On this episode, we are going to actually just explain some basic how-tos and uh, must-knows when backpacking with your four-legged friend. Yeah, I think that I think of all the times that we take people out backpacking for the first time, uh, their first question is, can I bring my dog? Oh, probably outside of what do I need to pack? Yeah, yeah. what do I need to pack? What kind of food do I bring? But it is always, can I bring my dog with me? Yeah, nine out of ten times. It's always, can I bring my dog? Um, and, of course, you know, we always we always say yes um, with, a, with a caveat in there. Um, well, you have to for... Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to share those reasons with you on this show. Our dogs, um, our dogs go backpacking, you know, all the time with us, everywhere with us. Uh, They've backpacked in snow, sleet, uh, cold. They've done a hailstorm. Hailstorm. They they may have not liked that. (laughs) Uh, Cal definitely (laughs) did not not like the hailstorm. Um, floods, uh, I mean, you name it, our, our dogs are, and, and we sleep under our tarp. So our dogs actually lay with us, um, right, right next to us under the tarp, tarp. So they're, they're pretty exposed all the time and, uh, and they love it. They've never had a problem with it. Um, but, uh, but you know, but backpacking with your dogs, it's, it's a great responsibility also. And it's, it's not always the easiest thing. It's not always easy. It's a lot of fun, but it's not always easy. It's not always easy. And and there's oftentimes, too, that, you know, like we'll be walking on the trail or hiking on the trail. And, you know, we'll we'll turn our heads and it'll be like, you know, what the heck is Dino rolling in? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, aggressively, aggressively rolling. Aggressively rolling in it. Like he's just like, ah. He's just having like the best time um, up until he gets up and walks towards us. And we're like, oh, dear God. The smell. It's the smell. And so. And you know what he rolled in. It was probably a little bit of a fish feast the night before. Yeah, it was something. It was something. It was something. We went on a three-day backpacking trip. Poor Dino. He was like ostracized the whole trip. He's like, hey, can can I come be petted? No. No, no. <laughs> just stay away. It was not good. It was we it rained all weekend, oh. so it was a mixture of a potent fish and like wet worst. dog smell. Yeah, it was. It was. It was we gross. almost left him out there. Well, really not gross. really, but. So, um, so we're gonna kind of discuss on the show about some, you know, some, some, just some basic uh, things that we've learned. Uh, over the years by <laughs> taking our dogs out and really taking other people's dogs out on the trail. Um, and we, so, you know, definitely want to share them with you. And I think probably the, the, I think probably the, the first thing that I learned early on backpacking with Dino was that, and, and, and really listening to others um, taking their dogs out is that, you know, like he wasn't born with a backpack on. No, so, no, you know, aren't. he had to learn, he had to learn how to do that. And Dino's first backpacking adventure was in snow. And so, um, I, I kind of like eased the, the pack on him. I, I, you know, when Dino came into my life, of course, I'm like, God, I, you know, I hope he likes backpacking. Um, so I didn't really just take him out that day and, 
put a pack on them and fill it with stuff and say, let's go. Um, I actually put a very lightweight pack on him the first time with nothing in it and let him walk around the house and then walking around the house came out to walking outside and walking outside came into hiking in the wilderness. Well, yeah, and I think it's really important. So, for instance, my dog actually does not like to have anything strapped around her and hates it hate absolutely (laughs) she loves it once it's on but hates it initially and i think it's so important because you know you're putting something around them that they are not accustomed to experiencing and and it's almost like i don't know what to i'm supposed to be doing for the first time i put cal donia's pack on she just laid on the ground and was like okay and I was like, no, 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 we're going to go, we're going to go walking. We're going to go test this pack out. You're going backpacking. You're going to carry your own weight. I'm done carrying your food. And she fought me for several days of her training. So you know, it's important. Yeah. And we see that a lot. You know, when people come out to the trailhead for the first time, not only is it their first time backpacking, but it's their dog's first time backpacking. And, you know, sometimes, you know, their dogs don't have happy face. Yeah, you know, they, they don't no. have happy face. So we really so I guess the the first tip is, you know, don't don't bring if you're going out for the first time for yourself and you do want to bring your dog, make sure that you've kind of acclimated your dog to wearing a pack and then carrying a little weight. So your dog knows that, hey, when it gets out of the car and you have the backpack in your hands, like, hey, man, we're going to go backpacking. And, it, and it, it's excited to go. Most dogs are pretty excited to wear a pack, by the way, because they're, they're going to work. They think they're they're doing a service for you. Um, so um, other than <laughs> Cal is great when she's got the pack on. She does great. She's phenomenal. But when we pull that pack out in the morning and say, Cal, are you ready? <laughs> she's She's bolting down the trail the other way. She's not the most cooperative dog. <laughs> no, but she she. Where Dino, he's like he's he's like in such a frenzy to go. He starts whimpering. True. You know, he wants to go so bad. So, so um, and the and the other a really huge tip that we want to share right away on the show uh, for people that are going backpacking for the first time and bringing their dogs out backpacking for the first time is that, you know, as outdoor guides we we teach leave no trace. Um, We're both leave no trace trainers. And the first principle of leave no trace is plan and prepare. So probably the most important, the most important really. And so we spend a lot of time um, trying to get people to realize how important planning and preparing their trip, their backpacking trip is um, for their, for them, for their safety. And, um, and it's really the same way for your dog. You should probably be putting in the same amount of effort that you're preparing the knowledge for where you're going to go equal to your dog. Yeah, absolutely. So as you plan and prepare your backpacking trip, you're looking at what? You're looking at where I'm going, how long am I going to be there, what the terrain is, what the environment is. What the rules are. What the rules are. And that is the exact same, uh, that's exactly the same step that you want to take for your dog. Um, you'd be surprised on how many times that, you know, you know, although the person going backpacking is very ready and, and they've, they've planned and prepared, um, they really have not planned and prepared for their, their dog. And so um, definitely want to make sure that we, that we plan and prepare. So what's an example of planning and preparing for your dog? Um, one of the things that we find is that when we take our dogs backpacking, um, 
that sometimes the trail conditions change. So let's take elevation, for example. So you might be backpacking in lower elevation and everything's fine and there's, you know, the trail's nice, but then you get up in higher elevation and there's snow. True. So, you know, how does that affect your dog's paws? Snow actually is, you know, very abrasive to your dog's paws. And so you want to kind of make sure that you've planned and prepared. Well, what if I'm on a horse trail? Horse trails are extremely rocky and some of those rocks can be very sharp and detrimental to your dog's paws. So am I going to be crossing, you know, horse trails? What kind of trails am I going to be crossing? Are we going to be crossing a lot of creeks? Is there water source for my dog? Is there enough water that time of year to sustain your dog if you anticipate them drinking out of creeks? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's the same type of checklist that you are doing for yourself on a backpacking trip that you should be doing for your dog. And it's different um, for your dog too, because you know, we have hiking boots on. You know, we are protecting our feet. Um, dogs' paws, especially if, they've, if they are not used to backpacking outdoors, or if they're not used to doing... Um, well, certain terrains. Certain like, terrains. Um, more bouldery terrains right. versus more grassy knolls. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a big difference. And the elevation and terrain changes as you move along through those miles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, do your checklist with plan and prepare. The other big thing, too, and it falls in the planning and preparing category, is uh, the rules and regulations governing that land management resource so, or that land management bureau. Um, National Park Service has in, in different areas, in different national parks, differ from park to park. Uh, Yosemite is not the same as the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. And so before you go into those areas, whether it's a national park, whether it's a national forest, whether it's a state park, whether it's a wilderness area, whether it's a recreation area, whether it's a monument park, no matter where you go, each bureau has its own designated pet policy. And so you really want to make sure that you know exactly what, what is expected of you when you're taking your, your dog backpacking in those areas. Absolutely. So I remember once we took a group out and we were on unexpected horse trail and said dog was unleashed and there was there was a legitimate scare for both the dog as well as the humans involved i think we all almost had a heart attack (laughs) i mean it wasn't a laughable situation then but looking back on it you know um it's definitely a learn to but but it was it was absolutely frightening that horse's eyes bugged out about i mean that's you know so yeah so you, you know you have to understand so in this particular case we were we we're i don't want to i get it's kind of like horse country i mean the it horse, was it was there were a lot more horse trails than were backpacking trails and we had a scoot um through a couple different horse areas and um there was a dog there great dog very very friendly dog but dogs um, do as dogs do and yeah. it chased after a horse with a rider on the horse by the way right <laughs> so so uh, it was a frightening situation for yeah, all um yeah. but 
you know, that leads into the fact that the reason there are these rules for the parks or the, the land management area is because it is a protection to both your dog as well as a protection to the wildlife, among other things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Most of the rules and regulations that governing that govern your pets are to protect your dog, <laughs> is to protect your pet, um, and and to protect the other wildlife that's out there. Also, um, you know, do, you know. Let's face it. You know, dogs are are they. You know, they their instincts are to protect and smell and go play and and you know sometimes. You know, some you, it's a big responsibility to take your dog out backpacking. Absolutely, yeah. and you shouldn't take it lightly. But there are so much enjoyment. Yeah, absolutely. We we were backpacking one time on the trail, and um, you know, uh, just you know, there's a big rock on the trail, and we were in a wilderness area, and and a lot of times when we're deep into the wilderness area, we do let our dogs off leash, and so they can run and and play and stuff. And I picked up a rock, and I just. Like oh, there's a you know huge rock on the tree. I'm gonna pick it up and and you remove know, it. Remove it so somebody doesn't trip over. And I threw because it because I would be the one that would have tripped. Right, over. you'd be the one that tripped over. However, so I just kind of like tossed it down this really steep, you know, like I don't like a, a extremely it was extremely steep steep, uh, steep uh, uh, tributary and down this gorge and and Caledonia just took off. Man, she was like, there we go. And I mean, I was shot. I mean, I was. I was shocked that Cal ran down it, first of all. Oh, I think she thought it was a squirrel I'm or sure a, she thought an it was animal, a which, which goes back to so, this rule. And so, and Cal kind of like that. So, Ariane's dog is like ADD. Like, what's going on? What, 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 what? Is there, what, what, what? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> True. So, rock, someone just throw something? And, you know, and, and my dog, Dino, was like, yeah, that's a, that'd be a lot of work running all the way down there i think i'm just gonna sit then, here and wait for her to get back up but she up. bolted oh bolted with a vengeance yeah. she bolted and it, it was pretty steep you know and it, it so it goes back to protection and for a rock too it wasn't like anything <laughs> that she could use but that's what dogs do so dogs instinctively want to run and ch- well other than my dog who who decides that's a lot of work to go run after something. Um, <laughs> it just is is an opportunist, but um, you know everything is different, and you're and you're out in the wilderness, so it's a big responsibility. And so make sure you go to um, the land management sites that you are backpacking in and check out their pet policy and know exactly what to bring. So, um, and I can tell you what you're always going to bring all the time and that's always going to be a leash for your dog no matter where you go always 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 have a leash um you know i mean so if we're talking about leashes i think it's important to note that a leash is there for multiple purposes which we'll get later uh later into the etiquette portion um but it's also there for the safety again going back to the safety of your dog it's there to counteract, you know, situational things. I remember once I was hiking with Caledonia and five people ahead of me must have walked right past this rattlesnake while my dog notices the rattlesnake and is hovering above it. Um, That's a situation where there's injury to uh, Caledonia likely. And and luckily everything worked out um, and we were able to counteract that. But those situations are so key to put your dog on to protect both animals. 
in that situation. Well, see, that's the difference between our dogs. Cal looks for the rattlesnake. My dog would look for some kind of poop laying around that could roll in, and I'm sure. But, um, but yeah, that the leash is always there for the protection of really of, of everybody, you know, that you that you may or may not encounter on the trail for sure. So. Um, and the other thing too is, you know, um, you know, like what, what kind of, what, what would you normally put in your pack? You know, like if you're, you know, it's, we get a lot of comments when our dogs are backpacking on the trail and a lot of people are surprised, um, that our dogs are actually wearing backpacks, but they, they carry their own weight. Well, I got sick of carrying it for her. Absolutely. You know, what made me believe in her carrying her own weight was the fact that I was on a five-day trip and I started to question if I had enough room in my pack for all of her food and all of the things that she needed and I was actually considering removing something that I needed in order to make sure that she had enough and that's when it it clicked for me that I'm like no more like she can carry her own weight she's old enough to do this so we're going to do it I think it's important to identify first though um, whatever pack you do choose for your dog, whatever you, you fits comfortably for your dog, I think it's important to talk about weight because you can't just load up your dog's pack. No, they're not llamas. No, there's they're, no, they're not. And and if they do this consistently enough, there there can be detriment to their joints if they're carrying too much weight. So I think it's really important to identify that as a general rule of thumb um, for the for the health of your dog and and you know for multiple reasons but they should only be carrying approximately 25 percent of their body weight at max right yeah on average absolutely yeah and and i mean obviously that'll increase or you know decrease depending on how long and how extensive you are packing backpacking with your dog but besides your basic food and water that you would put in to the pack. I think there are other very important things to know that you should have in their pack available. Um, you know, first aid. Now, first aid's really important. And a lot of people forget that when they bring their dog backpacking. Absolutely. But if you think about it, a lot of the things that could potentially go wrong with your dog um, are pretty generic things that would go wrong with you. So you're already likely to have these things in your um, in for, your first aid kit. So just pack a few extras for the just in case, in case you both are in need. Um, but it's it's really you're boiling down to uh, cuts, allergic reactions, um, you know, dehydration or overexertion. Um, you know, and then, and then you start going into more trauma related situations. And, and in, in that case, I think that goes back to plan ahead and prepare. Know the local vets in that area. A lot of times when you're going backpacking, you're going to visit places far away from home and your local vet isn't present. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so I think it's very important to identify, well, you know where you're parking, you know where the trailhead is, you've already done your research and getting to that point, then do a quick search on, you know, what are the local veterinarians? Uh, what are the emergency care um, for all times? Yeah. Day? And, and write it down and put it on an index card, put it in a plastic baggie and stick it in your dog's pack. You know, Absolutely. That, that way you, you know, you have it 
And uh, and I, you know, you'd mentioned the 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 allergy stuff. You know, it's funny because both you and Cal are kind of allergic to bee stings. We are allergic. So, both of us. So, I carry extra Benadryl yeah, just because. And you know, it's funny, poor Cal, because every once in a while, Cal will come <laughs> up and she's a big kisser. I mean, she's a huge kisser. Now, not just a kisser, but she's kind of like a French kisser. Well, yeah. You know, she, she has really no comes, problem She's got with, no problem sticking her tongue in your intimacy. mouth. intimacy. And, you know, every once in a while, Cal will come up to give you a big, she's got this big welt on her nose. I'm like, Cal. Where did that big, come from? Where's the big welt on her? She's like, oh, I'm in the beehives. Yeah. And I can't even tell you how many times Cal's head and face and cheeks have blown up. You give her a Benadryl. And you give her a Benadryl. We were, we were backpacking, like, I don't know, like last, not that long ago, a few weeks ago, and we were backpacking. <laughs> Cal's <laughs> backpacking, and she's got like a bee riding, trying to burl into her tail. And, yeah. it, you know, right? You know, you know. I'm stepping back, going, hey, hey Scott. Cal's got a B. I'm gonna step. I'm gonna stay back here. Could you deal with that? <laughs> yeah, every and every dog is different, and every every breed of dog is different. And it's just really good to have a generic first aid kit. Um, Absolutely. In your dog's pack. And so, I mean, you would probably already have these items in there, but I I think it's important to note that. It's not likely that your dog is going to get injured, just like it's not likely that you will, but it's the just in case. And a lot of dog injuries, the majority of dog injuries can be treated exactly like human injuries. You're pretty much cleaning the wound, protecting the wound, and then getting to medical care as soon as possible. And it it really is that, it's truly that basic. And and we've come home many, many times and you know we'll notice like you know like there's like a little scrape or you know something you know that your dog got into you know um and 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 the other thing too is you know always make sure that a a really good piece of gear is always a pair of tweezers in your dog's pack too because of the ticks um you know yeah side note um i know that uh the tick key is like a a big thing right now and everyone believes in it and and i've I've bought it before and tried to use it, but I have to note here because I think this is very important for people just beginning to backpack with bo- with dogs. Is that the tick key is truly designed for larger ticks? So you, when you're entering tick season, they're they're smaller, they're babies. Yep. There's those tick keys aren't going to work, and so a tweezer should already be in your first aid kit already for yourself so um it's multi-purpose again for your dog so let's talk about the different scenarios per se that um you know a first aid would come in handy because i think it is important to know what you can and can't use for your dog so like cuts for instance your most basic um probably most expected injury of sorts um neosporin it it'll be in your pack Dogs can be um, given Neosporin on their cuts. Clean it with fresh water, just like you would your own wound. Mm -hmm. And um, then, you know, put some antibiotic uh, ointment on it because you do want to protect it from further debris and anything like that. Um, You know, for more serious injuries like uh, a nicked nail, uh, you can have more serious uh, bleeding come from that. And and the... um, 
septic pencils. You know, they're they're in um, shaving yeah. kits. Right. Uh, those can be used to um, further protect your dog and, uh, and absorb all that and clean that that way. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, all your basics, it's all about basics. Like yeah. you've got your vet wraps that they're, they stick better to fur without pulling the fur out. These are things that you're already using for yourself. But I really want to talk about cuts on... Uh, the dog's pad, because I think that is that that goes back into terrain, which is so unexpected. And you may not necessarily know how much of that terrain your dog can handle. Well, yeah, especially new backpacking right. dogs. I mean, if you are taking your dog out um, for the first time and you think, hey, you know, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go backpacking a lot. You know, if your dog has not really done a lot of terrain backpacking, it's hard on their paws. I remember once I took Cal. And, you know, so my dog, Caldonia, and I have uh, backpacked and hiked everywhere together. And all of a sudden, we went on this one hike that threw her for a loop. And we were bouldering. And um, it was called Devil's Staircase. And it was a three-mile stretch of just large boulders. And it it did her in. We got to camp and she didn't move. She was so intensely sore. And, um, you know, luckily there were no cuts or scrapes to her pad, but um, she was so sore and you have to allow your dog recovery for that. Yeah, absolutely. And the the booties are really important too, you know, to carry in your dog's pack too, for the just in case, in case, you know, you're, you, you come into some really rocky terrain. I mean, we have been on some horse trails that the rocks are so sharp, the granite, the sandstone, you know, the, 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 the sharpness of the rocks are okay when horses are on it because they've got, you know, they've got horseshoes. Right. And we've got shoes. So, we so why don't feel dogs that. get shoes? Right. And so, you know, looking at, uh, again, it, it's all about looking at the terrain, where you're going to be, how long you're going to be there, um, and, and planning and preparing for that hike. Um, and so they, they make dog booties that, that work beautifully in that, in that scenario. They have rugged ones, minimalist ones. And then they also have an option for your dog. If they are like my dog will not wear a booty. Caldonia just is really defiant, isn't she? She is defiant. <laughs> she, I mean, she's, she's a classical Aus- backpacking. She, she's great. She's an Australian cattle dog. So there comes the defiance in there, but they have musher wax. It's, it's mostly used for, um, more snow backpacking or right. or just being in the snow because the snow is so abrasive oh, to yeah, a, yeah. A, a dog's paw but it is breathable you have to remember you need to allow your dog's feet to breathe because they do they do breathe through they don't breathe through but they do sweat through their feet and it's very important to give it air just like you would your own feet at at night and and also too you know like if you're backpacking an environment where there's going to be a lot of sand in the summer sand gets same thing and it gets scorching hot so you know you just want to you just again you know we're we're just trying to make uh, people aware that just kind of do your research as far as where you're gonna go, where you're gonna be, and what type of environment you're gonna be uh, backpacking in. So, other things that uh, you could throw in your 
uh, first can, aid kit. I can tell you what not to put in a dog's pack. Keys. Never put your car keys or your wallet. Don't ever. <laughs> Don't. It you took know, me. It took me one time <clears throat> to put. You know, I was I'm like, I'm just gonna throw my wallet in there. You know, just because it was kind of bothered me in my in in the in my pants pocket. I'm just gonna throw my wallet in there. I threw my wallet in there. What did Dino do? He went in the deepest part of the river. <laughs> he went and swimming. almost submerged himself. And I was like, okay, that was it. That was it. That you know. And plus, you know, if Dino like took off, I'd be. It's not like it wouldn't be the first time I lost my car key on the trail. Um, but it's the first time car. you lost your dog and your car. Key. But yeah, yeah, it would have been the first time I actually tried to do it on purpose. So um, never put anything that you find of value um, in your dog's pack. It's really for them and their needs, uh, not so much <laughs> your own needs because you don't want to carry it. Right, exactly. Yeah, you have to keep that weight <laughs> distribution and, and uh, weight capacity in in mind. But um just a couple of other things I wanted to mention um, regarding what you should have in your dog's pack. And, and you know, Benadryl is one of the very few human medicines that dogs can tolerate. So um, Benadryl, again, those are going to be for your allergies, your sting, um, your stings, and, and so on and so forth. A good rule of thumb, and always talk to your veterinarian about this prior to issuing any medication for your dog but um you know it's the general rule and they sell these in 25 milligram pills which is probably the most ideal situation to get but it's one milligram per one per pound of your dog's weight so keep that in mind because you definitely don't want to overdose your dog by any means um but ask us how many times we've given cal and Dino Benadryl a oh, lot because you know dogs get <laughs> depleted eh. my first aid kit I, I can guarantee you, you take your dog out uh into the wilderness enough times your dog will get into something so again it's it's just the the planning and and preparing too so um you know just kind of just kind of keep that in mind for sure um and then it's very 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 key um especially in winter backpacking um but this actually applies to almost any backpacking overnight trip that you would go on is is and and this is where i'm a firm believer of um it's padding for your dog and and it's really not necessarily for the padding it's not it's not that i provide padding for caldonia because um she believes that she she needs a cushion she she, no she believes she needs a cushion she does but it it goes further than that it's um it's actually also acting as an insulator for uh the cold coming out from the ground because dogs are just as susceptible to cold and chill as you would be yeah when it gets really that cold and the funny thing is that because our dogs both of our dogs sleep in our bed so when we're in you know under the tarp and we've kind of blown up our air mattresses and we put our uh sleeping bags down our dogs are like, oh, man, it's bedtime. And you're like, yeah, no, get off my air mattress. And they're like, what? And what? so you, you I kind, belong here. I belong here. So so we, we always bring, we multi-use that gear. So we bring a, a pad usually for our chair uh, when we sit down around the campfire and eat. And then when we go to bed, it's their pad that they get to sleep on uh, next to us. Um, so, and that kind of brings up a good point as far as, you know, sitting around the campfire 
eating around your eating dinner and getting ready to eat dinner with your dog. True. Um, so we kind of want to go over a couple things as far as etiquette goes. And this is, this is kind of where the trip can go great. If you're backpacking with other people and you're backpacking with other dogs. Or it can go very, very wrong. And, or it can go awry, as we would <laughs> like to say. So um, a couple things. So we take a lot of people out for the first time. And we have seen a lot of dogs on the trail for their first time. And so when you have dogs with dogs, they spontaneously like to burst out and play. And frolic. Um, so when you are sitting trying to cook your dinner around the campfire or at dinner time, and generally everybody kind of eats about the same time when you're out. In yeah, the give or take. Tree, give or For take. the most part. This is probably a good time to get the leash out and tie your dog up. Now, Ah, the leash. The leash. Now, it's not fun for the dog for sure because it wants to be by you. And it wants to frolic and play with the other dogs. But we have seen enough dogs spill enough hot boiling water when you're trying to cook on your camping stove or your pocket rocket or whatever kind of stove you've brought that it's a safety issue. So um, when you are bringing your dog out there and you are camping and or you are getting ready to have dinner at your backcountry campsite, we always leash our dogs. I think it's just really good etiquette to do that, and it prevents someone from getting a scalding burn. Or for we were out once where a dog actually burnt the edge of their tail because there are open flames when you are cooking. Correct. So, it, you know. And, and that's another thing, too. So speak up for your dog. Um, so if you bring your dog backpacking and you have set some ground rules personally with your dog about food, um, speak up if someone, you know, a lot of people uh, think that, hey, I'm just going to, hey, can I give your dog a treat? Or, hey, can I give your dog this pocket rocket or, you know, or this hot pocket I'm having or, you know, whatever. And that may not be something that you normally do. And so, you know, it's it's. It's okay to tell somebody else, hey, you know, like I don't, you know, I prefer you not to, you know, give that um, that leftover ramen noodle, you know, soup to my dog. You know, I mean, it's just, it's okay to say that. Right. You know. Well, let's face it. You know, dogs get hiker hunger as well, as well as they are dogs and they want to eat your scraps. So, um, you know, they, they're going to be a lot more possessive about the food area than they t- than they otherwise typically would be at home. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, we always leash our dog when we get near people. We always leash our dog when we're crossing any kind of a trailhead and there's people there. We always leash our dog, especially when we see somebody else coming down the trail that has another dog. Correct. That's an automatic leash. Um, we always leash our dog when we are eating at our campsite, as we just said. Um, and we always leash our we always leash our dog when we are we are getting near our trailhead 
back to our car. So it's usually probably within a half a mile when we know we're coming to the trailhead that we leash our dog. Because that's where you're going to get the most people and the most, you know, other people coming in for day hikes and, and whatever. And um, some people, and, and if you're a dog owner, you you obviously do know this, or if you're looking to become one, you should know, like, I mean, not everybody likes dogs i mean you'd be shocked right but it it is ultimately true not everybody's comfortable with them and they're unsure how to interact so leashing your dog is a protection for and it's just just plain etiquette for everyone involved yeah and it's a safety issue too it really it really is a safety issue so um you know when you're when you're planning and you're preparing your hike kind of go through your your trip um, and know, you know, I know, uh, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. I, I think I know my dog's behavior better than anybody. Oh, my dog won't do that. My dog won't do that. But I'm, uh, I'm always surprised at uh, my dog's behavior when it comes up, when it, go, when, when Dino goes out in the wilderness, you know, it's, it's a wilderness area and, you know, Dino's instinct is to, you know, like protect and look around. I mean, you know, he is, he's, he's almost kind of like a different dog, although he's still an opportunist. And <laughs> Dino will always be yeah, yeah. the surfer yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, he is a surfer dude dog. Totally chill. But he still, like, exhibits a little bit of change behavior when he's out, you know, out in the wilderness, you know. So, you know, you have to kind of expect that with your dog and, and plan and prepare for that, you know, for that different uh, thing. Um you know, if you're a through hiker, if you're going to go backpacking a long distance, um, it, it's even more planning and preparing uh, that you need to do. So, and that's a whole nother show that we would do. Oh, I mean, it goes on through hiking with your dog, but uh, it's very doable. So, but um, yes, yeah, so I, I, I kind of, I hope that we gave you guys some ideas and some safety tips and some how to's and, and, uh, and, you know, some, some, some general guidelines to go backpacking with your dog. We encourage it. We love when other people come out with their dogs. We have seen so many different kind of dogs. We've had a great, we, I think one of our boot camp classes one time, I think we had like seven dogs on our boot camp oh, class. We had more dogs than we had people. Yeah, almost. Yeah. We, I think we've inherited dogs sometimes. We have. <laughs> we will take your dog out. <laughs> yeah. It's always, it's always, an ex, it's always fun. It's, it's, and, you know, we love it. Um, and the dogs love it. I mean, it, yeah. dogs just absolutely When they're enjoy. not rolling into something or they're not eating something they're not supposed to. Or sticking to. their nose directly into a rattlesnake den <laughs> right, right, or right. whatever the case it may be. It is a lot of fun, but, uh, but it is a big responsibility. So um, anyway, thanks, thanks for everybody for joining the show. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you next week. Until um, then. Trust the trail. Trust the trail.